Now, switching over to healthcare. Now, that's a whole different issue, a bigger issue, something that really doesn't get spoken about much. Uh, just how it is, at least here in the States. It's a different environment. It works differently. Um, just being in Germany, just, you know, having healthcare all over the country, wherever you're at, whenever you need it. It's a different reliability and a different system than it is for us in the States where, you know, you have to go to the doctor, um, then you have a bill, um, shit, the most expensive cab is an ambulance, uh, cause it's running around like $800 just to get you in an ambulance. So that alone is a big drawback when it comes to it. But when you're in the military, you don't, you don't really have that issue. Your family is taken care of. They go through TRICARE. You're taken care of because you got the medical. But it's not. sometimes it's not even really worth it, I'll say. There's times where they do help you. There's times that you do have good doctors. And then there's times that it's just like certain doctors are there just to make sure you can get back into the fight. Which I understand. I understand that. I understand it for like getting ready for war stuff like that, a war's incoming or something is very close to happening. Yeah, I understand you trying to push soldiers to get back to, you know, into the fight and stuff like that, but the thing with medical is is that not everybody heals the same, not everybody trains the same way, not everybody has the same symptoms, or they don't have the same bone structure, muscle strength, or like it's just so many different factors when it comes to it and sometimes it seems like it's a one fit all due to the fact that it'll be like medication that people just want to push they just want to make sure people are medicated meaning they got their ibuprofens or stronger basically to wear out any injuries or being hurt and stuff so it's like you notice how trained athletes get all this time to like prepare they get all the medical resources and stuff like that the military doesn't have that the military has enough to make sure you're okay but the thing is is sometimes that even when you're not okay you have issues that continue to happen that it's just like you just put a little band-aid on it and it just got worse over the years like my my I have issues with my back. I have issues with my shoulder. Um, sometimes I can't lift my arm up at all. I wake up sometimes where my shoulder is like either I slept wrong, possibly, or it's just like I wake up and I had it in a funny position, I guess. And that could have just been me having it out over like to the side or to the uh, over my head or something. And that alone will cause pain for the rest of the day. So if I put it over my head to like try to stretch it out to try to expand on the space I have there, I, I'm just in pain. Or my back, if I walk for too long, I can't even go for a long run anymore. I have to take like little jogs and walk. And otherwise I'm in pain or I'm taking pain meds or something like that. But that's something that while I was in the service, they just gave me, you know, some little bit of a, a profile. They gave me some medication they gave you physical therapy and yeah they do provide that stuff but at the same time it's like the physical therapy there if you notice it and you pay attention to it it's not there to make sure you are back to 100 percent. 
it is more to hey let's get you to the point where the pain is tolerable so basically you still have people that are injured but the pain is tolerable for them to maintain doing what they're doing so they don't have a uh, a profile which is basically like a document stating that hey you're not able to do this you're not able to do that and it's different because the thing is is people don't get fixed correctly and then you have the horror stories of certain soldiers that hey they went to go get surgery or something like that through the army and they ended up coming out worse than than what it was before uh, one soldier I know he ended up getting out because he ended up getting staph infections on the knee that he was trying to get fixed he ended up getting med boarded out uh, you got people with back issues uh, mental health issues you got issues all over where the medical isn't as appropriated or as good as it's supposed to be which causes issues looking into the military because it's like man if i join at least i know I'm, you know i got health care it's good for families though that i will say because the thing is if something happens with your family you're just taking them to the doctor and the family is taken care of so in the family aspect of it it is great and then that's also like when you transition out you start realizing that you don't have that stuff now you're paying for medical insurance we're in the military you're not doing that so it changes and it goes into the finances also because the thing is is that's something now you have to prepare for that's something you have to plan that's something you have to put money aside for uh just because everything isn't covered like it used to even if you have a good job and it has some sort of uh, medical insurance you're still going to end up paying as compared to when you were in the military you're not paying so that's still checks and payments that need to be made just off of regular stuff that the military did provide for you so that's one thing it, it is good but at the same time when it comes to the soldiers it's not as good because sometimes when it comes to the information that's supposed to be set or in place for your injury it's not there and that's one thing it took me a bit to realize that it's like after the military you look through your files and stuff and then you remember those injuries you remember how they happened and it's like you look back to see the documentation on it and it doesn't say how you got hurt and you're like but i clearly said it was on a run with the unit and we ran on some uneven ground and i ended up spraining my ankle so that would just put as running so it doesn't say like you did it in the military. So it's like they try to make it so that it's not connected because at the end of the day when you're doing your disability claims, it has to be service connected, which is one of the issues I'm dealing with now with having something that happened in the military service and I claimed it, but then it's being shown as it was not service connected or did not, having, did not happen while I was in service, which I find interesting because I had like year plus of physical therapy for that issue so that turns into the whole va thing when it comes to medical and stuff like that because you want everything to be service connected when that happens but with the military you don't always get everything put as service connected due to the fact that when it gets written up it doesn't get specified on there and it gives you the type of injury and how you got the injury and you can put that on there but it doesn't explain it so that's why i tell people Keep your profiles, keep your information basically showing when you got injured, how you got injured. So that that way you can have that as more evidence 
towards the future because it doesn't get covered that same way. Like now in the in the civilian sector and outside the military, it's like you gotta set up appointments. You gotta pay for it. Your insurance will decide how, how much it is depending on what insurance you have and stuff like that. So that's different with the military because military you have your medical benefits that's already placed. That's not gonna change. That's not gonna be um, added to or lessened. It just depends on like what region you're in so that they know to take care of you within that region the soldiers don't get the same advantage because the thing is is they don't really care for the soldier as much it's like yeah they say they care and i will say they don't at times uh because the thing is is resources are available but they're not enough there's not enough resources available for all the people that you have at these duty stations you'll have like one behavioral health building and it's usually like a one floor building that maybe has like maybe like six or seven therapists in total. So six or seven to cover a couple of thousand people is not it's not something that's super realistic. It, it is realistic, but at the same time, it's like there's different scenarios and different things that happen with soldiers that cause that to happen. So it's not like it's an availability to, hey, yes, I have behavioral health issues. When I first went... It was like appointments were every two months. Like that's how that's the length in time. And it's just like if you have somebody that's going through something real serious right now, two months is a very long time for you to speak to them, try to get to know what's going on, and then not see them again for two months. If they're in a situation where it's not helpful, where they're not being taken care of, or they're just having issues like mental health issues. Just with that alone, that's something that that's a big that's a big toll on people. Like you have like you have suicide rates in in certain duty stations which are way higher than others. And just because it's like yeah, you're constantly on the move, you're constantly working, you're constantly training, and it's like yeah, you get those breaks, and in those breaks, that's when most people end up trying to see if they can catch up all the alcohol that I guess they missed out on those previous days or previous weeks so you'll end up with a DUI because people are just like plastered drunk and they don't know any better but it comes to the fact that it's just like people being taken care of it's like you're supposed to be a non-commissioned officer or an officer and you're supposed to care for the soldiers but you're not a professional so it's like you're putting you're putting a lot of responsibility on people to make sure they are taking care of others when they're not certified they're not trained i was like yes you can take classes because i've taken classes on how to um like suicide assist classes i think it was a i forget what the acronym is i have to get back on that but just doing that alone it's a big difference just because the medical portion isn't taken care of as you would like to I was like, yeah, I would like to get seen more. If I know I'm going through a lot of stuff, it's like maybe stuff back home, stuff like that. It's just like it's different because the thing is, is you may be hundreds of miles away, a couple of thousand miles away from what you're used to, who you talk to or the people that, you know, you can speak with, which changes stuff. So it's like you can have, let's say you've been going to mental health for the past year. In that past year, 
you've been talking to this person, this and that. They got to know you. They've helped you. And now all of a sudden you're going on a deployment. So now where does your mental health stand? Depending on your mental health, you may be ineligible to even deploy. But the thing is, is when it comes to the military, sometimes it's a numbers game. It's a let's make sure we have enough people or more people so that it looks good on my resume, which is on one of the senior level people. It makes them look good because, oh, they were able to take this many people and they trained this many people and they uh, passed this training exercise, which allowed them to prepare for the next training exercise because it's like you go do a training, come back and leave but the medical aspect is not taken care of throughout that point so basically if you're going on a deployment or let's say it's a month-long training exercise and you have that mental health that you have scheduled you're not able to go it'll be told to hey we need you to move these appointments to the right or to the left or to cancel them all together we got this exercise this needs to be taken care of and the thing is is the mismanagement of people causes an effect because you have people that get hurt. Some people get legitimately hurt. Some bullshit. Some just try to ride the, the, the wave of not doing anything and sham out, as they like to say. But you have people that are legitimately hurt. You have people that have been sent on training exercises that have, they're on crutches. Like, literally on crutches. And they will still send them. Like, you don't think it would have been best if this person was not traveling or anything and just stayed back home and then tried to deal with stuff back home because you wanted these extra numbers you you sent this person or you had their profile changed to allow them to go to the training even though they weren't going to do anything so it's a medical thing that it's like also something that can be under the commander's discretion so if the commander talks to the to the medical person and they like hey this soldier doesn't seem like he's hurt enough Maybe we should try to change their uh, medical stuff so that he can still be able to go with us. And it's just like I've seen that happen where they were looking into profiles to try to send people because there were so many people injured. But like I said, some people fake it. Some people don't. But that information there is just like you're going to try to tell somebody, oh, no, you're not hurt enough. I was like, oh, you're hurt, but you're still able to do this, this and that, even though the requirements for the people going are way higher than what you're going to be able to do but we can still use you and the mismanagement of that goes into the medical goes into the just the mismanagement of personnel in the military but just medically moving somebody's information and changing somebody's information to the point where it's like oh no they can still be able to do this so we just need them to have this on their on the documentation so we can still send them shows that there's a there's a line of like okay you have all these people, then that means that you should be able to teach the other people around you to take care of themselves, at least medically wise, so that they're not dealing with, uh, uh, hey, I got a broken tibula or something, and I'm in crutches, but I'm still out here in the middle of the desert doing training because I, I can still sit or I can still stand and do certain things. I was like, it's pointless. It was like, so... You got me too medical, you got me seen, you seen that I have something broken, but you still feel that I can be useful in the thing where I should just be making sure I can heal myself so that when you get back, I'm at least a bit stronger than what I was before. 
So instead of like making sure the people are healed better and becoming stronger, it's more of a let's get them and let's use them as best we can. So it's like mismanagement. But then you have issues with the medical also, just like with PAs. Um, Some PAs, there was one PA that was with us in Germany that he got under um, investigation because of all he was doing was prescribing medication. So this, I believe it was a major he was just prescribing medication. He wasn't really trying to like get people fixed or something. It was just like, oh, medication here. Get put on this. Make sure you're taking that. They had an injury. Make sure they're taking that. So it's like instead of like, hey, if a person's been complaining about a shoulder injury or something like that, it took, what, three steroid shots? No, two steroid shots for them to actually decide, oh, we'll get some MRIs. So it's like. It took you that long to realize or decide that, you know what, maybe this guy does have a serious enough injury where it is bothering him that maybe we should just get him, you know, some imagery to see. And it took that long for them to actually decide to ask for it. The thing is, is sometimes you may ask for it. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you don't know any better because you just think it's something like, hey, it just I just have pain in my shoulder. I do a lot of push-ups, so it, it comes with it. Maybe my muscles are sore or something like that. But then when it's something wrong with your like, rotator cuff or something like a bulging disc or a slipping disc or just getting back spasms, it's like you, you mention these things, and the thing is, is, yes, physical therapy, first thing. Is it bearable? It's like, no, I'm in pain. I was like, okay, let's work and let's get you these stretches and these things that usually work for everybody, which because it's a blanket thing. But the physical therapists are pretty good because they, they do follow a regimen, but it's based on what that PA tells them. So if they go off of it, some information is correct, some information is not. Sometimes they wait for the imagery, sometimes they don't. I was like, you tell them what you have and you tell them the pain, they know what's going on. But it's not something that always happens, and that's something where medical is a big factor. When it comes to taking care of your family, like I said, great. When it comes to taking care of the soldier, not as good because it happens in, in so many different facets. People get injured, and it's just like you can't control it. But it's like you don't let them heal to get to 100%, and you expect them to be back in a limited time. When you have... People that tear ACLs and stuff like that. The army going to want you back. They ain't going to give you a full year. They don't give you a full year. They'll give you like profiles here and there. Once they see you start walking and stuff, they'll be like, oh, you can start running again. And it's just like everybody thinks they're a medical professional when they're not. And they should just keep their mouth shut. And it should just be on that doctor, which some of them are doctors. Some of them I wouldn't even classify as doctors. But those are the people that are in charge of taking care of people. So it's different. So it's something that has to be looked at also when it comes to just the medical factor. Taking care of your family is a great thing. But then also when you transition out, you don't have those advantages. But people do take care of you better on the outside because they actually look into the issues you have and the problems you may be dealing with. So it's not one-sided or it's not that they're not looking out for you. It's just that that's what just had to happen. But that's something that, you know, we can continue going on and just have people that had injuries and just explain and have them speak on the issues that they went through. And you can see the differences in the stories.